Dueling Genre Productions presents... Oh my God, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my God, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. Dueling Genre Bueller Bueller Bueller. Welcome back, everybody, to Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And we have Cassandra Fredrickson back Hello. with us again. Welcome back, Cassandra. Hooray. Hello. Hopefully I didn't make everyone Hooray. sad yesterday. <laughs> we, uh... No, no, it's good. I, uh... This is, good. This is a good mm. week, I think, even though it is heavy. I'm happy to... I mean, it was about time. It's... We've been... We've been riding on just, like, them goofing around downtown for... Mm-hmm. Months now? <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's good to have like some something of substance to Sweet. talk about. Uh, today, today we're talking about minute seventy four, which starts with more of the singing nurse. Uh, yes. And then it ends with with Ferris reaffirming his feelings for Sloane, which I think is cute. I like I like I like his monologue, um, which we'll get to. First, we get the end of like. <laughs> yeah, we get the punch. <laughs> the line. end of this bit. Yeah. With. Uh huh. <laughs> Or the cut off of the punchline. Restore your pluck. Cause I'm the nurse who <laughs> likes to and then the door slams. Right in your face. We don't it's need like, to heat like everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone knows exactly where she was going with Again, that. is this like an escort service? Did they just send him like a prostitute? I think that's exactly <laughs> like, what happened. Someone just sent him a hooker. No, no. She showed up and she she just really liked Jeannie when Jeannie opened the door. I'm she going like, you for know it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go above, above and beyond. <laughs> she, maybe she thought it was actually for Jeannie. She maybe was, she maybe, did. Yeah, maybe she swings for Jeannie. 
<laughs> she swings for the other team. I really, really love her shimmy. <laughs> I was not going to say her shimmy. You don't like her shimmy? I mean, <laughs> uh, I she's it. too old for me. You're not into it. it. You're not into it. Not into it. She'll take care of you, Gary. <laughs> I- I'm about as into it as genius. <laughs> the bad look on her face. What? I love the shot in the door at Jeannie, just disgusted, just like leaning against yeah. the door, like what is our? It's so disgusted, like because because she uh, knows that someone sent this this woman for Ferris, so she's just like, Ugh. like Ugh. what the hell? Oh, she's probably looking at this lady like, lady, like you're like, too old for my brother. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. No, do you could do something better with your life. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Oh. Just this disgust. Setting the woman's movement back. I just, I love, I love that, like, the last part, we're not even looking at the nurse as she sings. We just hear her. Yeah, and we just watch as the door slams at the camera. I really love it. And then we get another hard cut. (laughs) What do they do on the other side of the door? They're just like, oh, well. (laughs) Get back in the van. (laughs) Yeah. She shrugs. So are there, like... Five different cars like lined up in the driveway right now. I, I guess it, a van. They're all in one van. They're all in. They're all, in, one they're van. all in, in Louis Anderson's flower van. They all got sent together. Yep. The oh, balloon yeah. guy. Oh, they're all gosh. like part of a strip mall. Hey, he yeah, had to, he had to go pick them up. You know, he left after he dropped off the flowers, and he had to go get the rest of them. <laughs> You know. Let's go, guys. We got more. We got more runs to this Bueller house. There's like a florist on one side. There's like so a we cut to the place, and then like a like a strip club. Yep. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, wait, hey, wait. This is the this is the wait. worst strip mall. So, floral place, balloon place, <laughs> escort service. But then, what's what's the creepy guy? I don't know where the creepy yeah, guy's no from. Kidding. What's the creepy guy? He doesn't have. He's anything. not even holding anything. He just is the, wearing the mask. Maybe he's maybe he's there like with the pimp. creepy nurse. <laughs> he's he's there to make sure he's there everything to negotiate. Goes all right. He likes to watch. He likes to watch. Oh no! Oh, my God. That's what the mask is for. With the creepy <laughs> mask. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible. Okay, now I just got turned into some weird fetishist um, thing. <laughs> I think it's funny that you mentioned strip club because I have something else cut out of the script. Oh, oh boy. did they go to a strip club? They go to a strip club. Who? Oh, Cameron really? and Ferris? Cameron, Sloan, and, and Ferris. Sloan. And Sloan is disgusted, of course. Exactly. <laughs> but, but Guy's idea is to bring his girlfriend to a freaking strip club. Ferris gets up on the stage, and the woman like steps back into the background, and he does another song. He like sings some Elvis song. Oh my gosh. In the strip club. No, the guys in the strip club would be quite pissed. Like, yeah. hey, get off the stage. Yeah. Bring out the girls. Yeah. Like, what do you uh, It's weird because night. <laughs> the way it's written, maybe. Male the way, strippers? The way that it's written, it almost feels like unnatural. You know how, like, the rest of the time that Ferris has, like, gotten up to antics, it's, it's still within the it, it's still within the realms of plausibility mm-hmm. but what happens is he gets up onto the stage and like the the lights go dark and she like fades it feels like a music cue like <laughs> like it happens like, like they all of a sudden it. we're turning into like a different video like this isn't actually it's almost um it's almost like that weird trippy sequence in like uh, oh um why am i space big lebowski 
You know how oh. all of a sudden, like, the movie goes from being this movie about bowling to, like, there's just this weird sequence that feels like it's just taking place in someone's head? Yeah. Like, that sort of thing, where it, like, pulls too far away from the real world. And, and I don't think it works in the context of this movie, because we're we're showing that Ferris... Ferris operates within the real world, but he's just so charming and delightful that people let him climb up onto the parade float. But if 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 all of a sudden it's like a song and dance number that feels like like it's been rehearsed, <laughs> right. then it it's it's un it's unbelievable then. You're I think it takes you too far out of the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm That's glad that weird. didn't happen. Yeah. That is weird. It's it, it's it's strange because there's so many there's like a lot of little moments that are interactions between our uh, our trio that got cut from the movie and i i don't miss any of it mm-hmm. in the script like the characters they all feel very like themselves like the dialogue is oh this is exactly what this character would say it feels natural but i just don't think it helps move the the story in any way right and so they just get abandoned which i'm glad for i'm glad they don't go to a strip club in this movie it'd be a very different movie yeah no kidding I think that's not a good idea for for a guy to take his girlfriend no. to, to a strip club. No, especially his <laughs> his his seventeen year old girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, she's a junior, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, she wouldn't even be allowed in. But okay. mm-hmm. I thought you had to be twenty. I guess there's strip club. I don't. I've never been I to a strip club. Me neither. <laughs> I'm like, I thought you had to be like twenty one because they serve alcohol. But I guess like you have you. There's ones that you could be eighteen and just not have alcohol. I guess. I guess. And there's ID with the bar if you get a drink. Right. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Not into it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not curious enough. Yeah, Instead I we can't. Get... I can't imagine any of these characters in a strip club. No. 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 Me neither. No. I think it was just for like a dance number. <laughs> like I think it was just to get this him on another a stage excuse. Again. Right. Yeah. To have him do musical stuff. Uh huh. But we like just left the parade. Like we don't need that. Right. So he's really good at it. <laughs> he's a performer that's what he does Ferris Bueller could be like on like Broadway or something I was gonna say maybe maybe he'll be a male stripper one day because <laughs> <laughs> he likes dancing because he likes dancing yeah there you, you go know. oh like... god <laughs> with a little bow tie yes <laughs> Chippendales. And- I didn't this image in my head. <laughs> Too late. He doesn't really have the body for Chippendales. At least not yet. But uh, you can work on. Could it, you I imagine suppose. Matthew Broderick all swole? Like, no, I could not. Mike style. It would be weird because his Just face like- is so boyish. <laughs> and then, like, you would have this body and be like, "This doesn't match." Like, I'm confused. Huh. Like, you put a different head on a different body. Hmm. It's like when you see like like people like. Dustin Diamond and like uh, Danny Bonaducci and they're all swole but then you look at their face and I'm like this doesn't match I don't understand like why you guys are swole <laughs> you don't need to be it's not gonna help you aww <laughs> those poor guys yeah sorry <laughs> all right, don't apologize to me I don't care it's like Ferris is cute all by himself he doesn't need to get all swole <laughs> no no <laughs> um so we cut to the beach where the what beach is this there this is like Michigan oh okay um they were actually, apparently, John Hughes in the commentary mentions, they were supposed to, like, film on one of these docks, like, at the oh. water. But, but look at how water, choppy, yeah. Yeah, how yeah, choppy the waves are. Windy. They were like, yeah, we were we were supposed to film down by the water on, on one of the piers, but the pier but, was yeah. underwater. Oh. That's so scary. 
instead they're like up on this i don't even know like like overlooking like a the viewing beach. area yeah or like yeah. A, you know mm-hmm it looks like a turnoff, like, yeah. on the highway. Yeah, yeah, where you can, like, pull over and kind of get out and look at the, take in yeah. the scenery. Yeah, because it looks like it would be a really nice, like, view, you know. Yeah. And there's benches there, so obviously he, for people to just sit there and mm-hmm. look out at the water. I uh, I like that Ferris is sitting on the top of the bench, like, not sitting in the bench like you're supposed of course, to. because he's a rebel. Uh, I, that's exact. I do that all the time. <laughs> of course you do. I don't know if it's because of Ferris. It might be. He's a bad Somewhere deep down. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like when people purposely like sit in the chair backwards like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm going to sit on the table. I'm going to sit on, you the, know, backwards and on the thing. The just in my head, just always the, the, the image of someone like spinning a chair around and then sitting in it backwards is so like 20 something teacher trying to be cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like that scene in Boy Meets World. Or um, like the t- the teacher does that. Does it in the in the um? There's an extended scene in in Sorcerer's Stone during Snape's lesson where Snape like sits in a chair in front of Harry <laughs> and he and he doesn't sit backwards. But like I <laughs> now I just want that to happen <laughs> so bad. Oh my gosh! Like, oh my god! Like cool. Like <laughs> Snape's gonna get cool with you guys. Like, like wanna be. Uh, I don't even know, like potions master, like he's yes. like preppy instead of emo. <laughs> hey guys, I love it. I love We're it. We're gonna learn how to bottle death and brew glory. <laughs> like, hey guys, and let's get the senses. Let's let's get real here. <laughs> he's like, I know oh. what you guys are going through. I really do. Oh my gosh, like, no. he's got his hair in a like a little ponytail. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Stop it. All right. Now we need to move on because I don't need that. Ruined it. I don't need that. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell our friend Eric to do. No, no, no. Oh my God, please. Yes. Oh no. I don't, I don't want it. So funny. I don't need it. It wouldn't even be a very nice man bun because his hair is supposed to be greasy. It'd be limp. Poor Snape. You know, if Ferris Bueller was made modern, Ferris would totally have a man bun. You think so? Yes. I don't know. Like, Ferris... Millennial millennial hipster hipster Ferris. I think he's still... I think he's too, like, clean. No, the the thing is, like, Ferris is still seen as, like, like, the epitome of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, but isn't it cool where people have a man bun? I don't think so. I thought it was. I don't I think mean, it's actually cool. I, I think it's ironically of, cool. I see a lot of guys with them. Just I don't hipsters. Know. Just hipsters. I work in an area in which like I'm down oh, by the water, and yeah. that's all I see. Guys, <laughs> man buns. Well, you're you're literally in like all the bad like, fashion the choices. Se- I am seen downtown. I am. Mm. I've always has been, so I get all the bad like tourist decisions of yes, let me wear socks and sandals, and let oh, me wear God. Crocs. Oh man, or, let me wear my, my man bun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst. It's just like no one knows how to dress themselves. No, it's worse. Like like their clothes are like I like eighties clothes. I look nice. Like nowadays, I just feel like what have you done? <laughs> what, have you done? <laughs> what, have, what have what have people done to fashion? This um, is what this is what. Uh, 
Like what? What do men wear? Those rompers? Rompers? No, no male rompers. Get out of here! No, with wasn't that. there a name for it? There's a stupid name for Isn't it. Isn't it like romp hymns or whatever? Yeah, the there you go, romp hymns. God, <laughs> That's the worst. Yes, Ferris and a romp him in a in a in a man bun. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. No. It's as bad as Snape. No, I don't need a snake with a man bun. <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? We've really brought this episode into a weird place. I know. We don't want to My talk bad. about the inevitable seriousness. We got that's strippers. Up, but oh well. So we, got... <laughs> we, we have to get there. We have to get there. Yeah, I know. I know. The there's a song. Why did they bring him here? I don't know. Because she says, like, I don't think this is working. Do you think they would just like there's something calm maybe there's something calming about maybe being it's at the, the beach? Air. By the yeah. by the water and the sound of the waves. Maybe he likes the Like beach. I find that really soothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe they know that about Cameron. Maybe Cameron particularly likes being at the beach. Maybe. It's soothing for him. And so they're trying to help him. Yeah. I mean it's I think working. so. It's not working. No. Um He's just kinda laying there. He is just kinda laying there. He's staring up at the sky. The music that's playing, there's a song playing in the background here too. This one is called I'm Afraid. By I have it. Blue Room is the name Bl- of the group. Blue Room. Blue Room. I'm afraid, which seems apt. Here. Yes, he's in his own blue room. Oh, <laughs> he he's feeling blue. He's feeling blue. Well, a dee, dab a die. Oh, oh no. god. This is <laughs> oh, Iron Man god. three. <laughs> 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 the the thing about this this scene, like, and going into a little next week when Cameron is just zonked out um and again i i didn't know that this was a thing until i actually experienced it but Mm -hmm. um have you guys heard of like disassociation yeah 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 so like i mean later on he talks about how he like saw like was looking at himself from like outside and like when luckily this doesn't happen to me very often but this has happened to me a few times and it's Mm -hmm. really freaking scary because I just shut down. And Aww. even though I like want to respond, I like physically cannot because whatever I'm going like dealing with, it happens when I'm like really stressed out or like have been crying a lot or just mm. like like a lot of I've experienced a lot of like um death in my family this past couple of years, so like when it gets a lot, I just like shut down. And mm. it's really freaking scary and I'd never really seen a portrayal of that in media until like I was rewatching this and I was just like, Oh, I know exactly what this is. And yeah. that makes perfect sense. Cause he like goes from a panic attack to just like disassociating and that's his yeah. way of like dealing with it. And it's not healthy. It's not the right no. way to deal with it, but like that's his way of dealing with it. And it makes me really mm-hmm. sad because I feel like he might've like have done this before. Yeah. But Ferris and Sloan have never seen it. Mm. And I, I like that. They're patient with him. Yeah. And like they're they they genuinely do want to help in mm-hmm. any way that they can. Yeah. Um and it's just it's just a sort of like I just what do you do in a situation like this? Well, yeah, okay. Can I ask, like, since we're on I don't want to get like too personal oh, if you yeah. want to get there, but when when you find yourself in in a panic like that, yes. Um what sort of things help you kind of pull out of it um when when i am personally like in the middle of a panic attack not when i'm disassociating 
Um, mm-hmm. I, it helps to be grounded. Um, so like, there's like a technique called grounding where like you're supposed to focus on things that are like immediately in your vicinity. So like tactile things. Mm-hmm. So like, um, just like, like having a cat helps, especially if the Aww. cat's there yep. because like, it's like something immediate that I like can focus on. Cause it's all about snapping your brain out of like what it's doing. Cause it's like, it's like, it's like when a record is playing and then it just starts skipping and yes, it's skipping and I skipping understand. and skipping and you can't, you can't stop it. And it's it's hard and it's 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 different for every every person. Sure. Um but a lot of people like talk about how they try and ground themselves. So like um if you can't like look at stuff, like just try and like have things on hand. Um and it's and it's different for every person too. Like I don't I don't like uh being touched when I'm when I'm panicking. So like if someone like goes to like give me a hug or something, like it just makes it worse. So like mm. honestly, if if like someone you you care about is going through this, like just be there for them, but don't crowd them. Like that's Yeah. That's the important thing. And I think that Ferris and Sloan are doing really well. Yeah. Um, like she like I like how Sloan is just like cradling his head. Mm-hmm. And she's like she's very like, tender with him. She like boops his face a couple times. Like I don't yeah. know what she's doing in the background, but it's like they they have no idea, but I think that they're doing a good job regardless. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. It's I don't know, it's it's scary for everyone, honestly. Yeah. I understand. Human beings I've... aren't made to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. I've been in places, I've been in situ- like I've dealt with anxiety and like panic attacks in the past it's it's been a while but i never not to like this kind of degree this sort yeah. of dissociative kind of after effect of it mm-hmm. and yeah i think it just it it for me it, it does have it does have it does help to have something to like kind of focus on and i don't want to say like distract from but yeah. sort of um kind of take a little of the power away from that like kind of repetitive thought cycle that's going yeah on. yeah absolutely um, I don't know. I don't think Ferris really knows what to do here. They've been friends for a long time. Do you think that he's, they have, do you think that they've witnessed, um, Cameron have, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like Ferris has seen it this bad before. Yeah, because, like, part of his monologue, I think, like, um, I think it was yesterday when he start. We started screaming, or it might have been today, where he's like, "I think this might be the real deal." Like, yeah, I think I, I think it's the very beginning of his monologue here. Yeah, yeah, I think that he's seen. Um, I don't think he's he's seen it to this magnitude. Yeah, uh, he, he says that he thinks Karen might have blown a microchip or two. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think? I just like as a side note, do you think that 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 line like Cameron might have blown a microchip or two? Do you think that's more about like Ferris being really good with tech and computers or do you think he's calling Cameron a robot? Like he's this like sort of <clears throat> cold. I don't know. I don't know. It's just yeah. a weird line to me. Yeah. I think I was thinking too um, much about it earlier. No, I don't. I don't know that he is calling Cameron a robot. Like, mm-hmm. 
I think I think it's just no, the I way don't... that he's able to relate to what's happening. Like understand that, yeah. 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 I don't think that Ka- Ferris has certainly never been in a position where he's had panic like this. Oh no. No, he's like the golden boy. It's just, like yeah, why it's would just he... <laughs> not in his nature at yeah. all. And so I think I think it is hard for him. Th- these uh these sequences here, this um the bit above the um beach where they're at apparently was really hard for for all for all of them cameron's laying there looking up at the sky and he's like he can't really blink and so it's Mm -hmm. like really bright and it's really hard for him we get a close-up on his face like i think near the end of no i think it's in tomorrow's minute before sloan says that it's not working we see him just looking up and his eyes are kind of squinty and they're very and uh and ferris he's delivering this monologue to the camera but he has to keep like looking away from the camera because in that same sort of way, like it's just really bright and it's really windy and mm-hmm. like keeping that focus was really hard for him. I think also uh, John Hughes mentions this is like one of the first fourth wall breaks that they record that they filmed. Oh, and interesting. because all of the there's like a helicopter outside because all of the sequences that take place in the house when he's talking and monologuing in the beginning of the movie was all like filmed at the end. Mm. So. I think one of the things that, 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 that John Hughes in the commentary track says is that Matthew Broderick had a really hard time with doing the fourth wall break here because like because they're outside and because it's really bright, every time he was looking at the camera, he was just seeing himself reflected back at him. Right. And so he's acting against his own reflection. And I feel like that would be really disorienting. Like That's talking really to distracting. A yeah. 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 And so I think that it was just like, it was just a, a this whole sequence was just like a difficult time for them. Mm. Which I understand. Ferris says, he's always been a little keyed up. All I wanted to do was give him a good day. Aw. (laughs) I do believe, I do believe that. Here we go again. Cameron, like, had said a couple weeks ago, like, I know you don't care. Like, and Ferris says, that hurts, Cameron. Like, Ferris definitely cares. Like, this is his best friend. And he wants Mm -hmm. to, like, make, he wants him to have a good day. And, and, and he's not. You know, he's at this, like, low point here now. Yeah. That's rough. He goes on. He says, We're going to graduate in a couple of months. We'll have the summer. He'll work and I'll work. But we'll see each other at night and on the weekends. And then he'll go to one school and I'll go to another. And basically that will be it. Oh, that makes me really sad. That does make me sad. I, I don't like the matter-of-factness of, like, and that will be it. And I'm like, what do you mean that will be it? Are you not going to put any effort whatsoever well, towards, I like, don't trying know. to maintain a friendship? I, I don't... At this point, they're about to graduate, so they probably know what schools they're going to. Yeah. And if they're going to different schools... Right. I don't know. Are, are they going to... Freshmen usually dorm at the school a lot of places that I've mm-hmm, mm-hmm. looked at. So, so... Like, when would they see... Maybe they could call each other on the phone. But they can when would call they see each, each other. other. Ferris letters. doesn't have a car. But yeah, I just don't get think... a car I think at it's this a point. Lot harder, I think it's a lot harder to maintain a, a relationship over... Even a friendship over distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, like, today with the way the internet works. Like, right. Like, especially I before the internet. Yeah. 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 And I, th- I think because this is... It's, it's the 80s and, like... They can probably call each other, but I don't think that they would have much chance for other interaction besides that. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's it's not that the friendship is ending, but that it would be, it's not going to be this. They're not going to see each other every, every day. day. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Which, like, I'm sure these two have spent every day together since they were children. Right. Though, I have I have a question about this uh-huh. monologue in particular, because isn't the day that everyone celebrates, like, the day off, isn't it, in, like, in June? I I think we're assuming it's, it's, yes, that it's supposed to be. Like, early June? Yeah. So, like, how long is their school year? Because... When I, I mean, I didn't graduate in the 80s, but, like, when I graduated, uh, we graduated in, like, the back half of June, and that was super, super late. So I'm Mm. I'm curious, because, like, he says they have a couple more months before they graduate, so, like... That's, yeah, so maybe it's not June. Maybe it's, like... It's gotta be, like, April, right? April. I guess. The weather kind of fits for April, especially right now, like, the way it looks. Yeah. Well, we know that this was filmed in, like, August, September. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm just confused because, like, a lot of, like, everyone online is just like, oh, it's the day that Ferris took off. I'm like, I well, think, like, how? I think, <laughs> I think the, 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 the June date that we see thrown around online a lot is based on the baseball game. Because we, oh, right, we see right, footage right. from the baseball game while we're at the, um, at the pizza place. And yeah. I think that particular game happened in June. But the the von Steuben parade happens in September, and we saw the parade too. So this mm. thing just doesn't up. make sense. <laughs> yeah, nothing lines up. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it is. It's got to be. I would say it's got to be like April May. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I can work with that. We got a couple months left until until they graduate. And we get a little bit of Sloan. He talks about Sloan a little bit here too. He says Sloan's as big a problem. She has another year of she has another year left of high school. How do I deal with that? I was serious when I said I would marry her. I would. That's the end of the minute. When he says I would. But I don't know. The first part of that line, when he says, like, Sloane's as big a problem. Like, how am I supposed to deal with that? It's almost as if he doesn't expect their relationship is going to last. Exactly. But then he goes on to say, like, I was serious when I said I would marry her. So it's almost like... It's like do you he- think it's out of... He's, like, afraid to lose her so he would... You want to tie her down? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, you, he, like, he would marry her now to ensure that, like, he would have her. But he feels like with her having another year of school and, and him going, going off to, off college, to college, it's like, yeah. it's that very difficult to maintain oh, yeah. that kind of relationship. I mean, she's around other guys. He's around college girls at this point. And it's, I mean, we know that Ferris is a flirt. He's going to stop to, like, introduce himself to yeah, some Yeah, he's, he's an awful, he's a right. terrible flirt. So it's just, it just seems like that after this year it would dissolve unfortunately no that kind of makes me sad if, if he's not also, if he's if he's talking about like not having the friendship with cameron or it not being maintained or like that's it like you're saying then like a girlfriend is if... definitely going to be just as difficult yeah. oh yeah, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. especially considering like you know cameron and him have been friends since they were children yeah but, like he hasn't known sloan that long as far as we're aware no it doesn't seem like they've been dating for years and years right Maybe known each other. Yeah. But not dating. I don't know. So I don't know. I yeah. It's tough to say. Hmm. This is a heavy minute, you guys. Yeah. I don't know, like, I think it also comes down to like, um I'm trying to think of the right word, but it's not usefulness, but just like like ease of of like like Ferris Ferris likes things to come like naturally, like just like, yes. easy. And I think 
that if he has to put in effort, then it becomes way, way too much. And he just kind of bails. Like, I, I feel like he is that kind of person, regardless of, of how he treats Cameron. Uh, yeah. Because clearly he likes Cameron because they've been together for so long. But like, I think Aww. that if. I don't know. I think it's just it's a matter of like um how much work does he want to put in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Convenience. That's the word I was looking for. There you go. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like it's not convenient, so it's it's going to be like a huge amount of work to both stay in contact with his best friend and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's almost like he's picking one or the other like like weighing the odds like oh you know like mm. which is sad because like I yeah don't know. he cares for both of them but he's just like ah oh, so do i like put my time and effort into my friendship or my relationship and yeah I how know. do i how do we maintain these yeah relationships yeah bums me out but like i don't I don't know. I think I moved, I moved too much growing up that I never had like a friendship that like, like I I don't know anyone from elementary school mm-hmm. that I still knew through high school. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just don't think, I don't think that I know anyone. Like, I don't think I'm still in contact with anybody that I knew in high school now. Mm. I mean, I went it's to, hard, I, like, I went to cause, four Because people schools, change so. so much in college as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I had a best friend that I had known from fifth grade, and then in college we just had a falling out, and, like, I, I went to college, like, across the country. So we, like, stayed in contact for a while, but then, like, it came to the point where we had changed so much as people that, like, we just didn't have anything in common anymore. And it mm-hmm. was, like, one of those things that was really difficult to deal with, but at the same time I think it was, like, necessary for the yeah. both of us. So it's really sad to think about these three characters, like, dealing with that. Like, yeah, this, rough. this this day, like, this movie is such, like, a time capsule of, like, teenage, like, youth and, and you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, So it's it's really sad to, like, see any of them, or think about it, any of them dealing with, like, adult mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie really, like, it doesn't belittle them because they're teenagers, right? Like, yeah. these, these things that they're struggling with matter, and are important to them and and so it's i like that as even now like as as an adult like being older than ferris and looking at this and and not thinking like oh you're just like a dumb teenager what do you know mm-hmm. like i don't get that impression whereas like sometimes when i'm like listening to my little sisters who are in high school right now talking about like the drama with their friends and stuff i'm just like oh like this is petty yeah like, calm down uh-huh. <laughs> life's not that hard but right like but it's still for you yet. <laughs> yeah yeah but these kids feel aware enough or mm-hmm. um mature enough i suppose that that yeah that there is no like belittling of like this is a serious thing that they're dealing with yeah and that's the thing i like about john hughes movies in general is like he doesn't Mm -hmm. he he takes his his teenage uh characters very seriously yeah and i i really like and he like it's very charming but it's also i think it's important to to give voice to like these teenage narratives because like everyone everyone treats teenagers like crap like teenagers teach each other like crap 
their teachers teach them like like uh their teachers treat them like crap their parents like you know it's it's hard it's hard to be a teenager so i yeah. think that it's very refreshing watching these mhm it's 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 good it's important i think to have media for teenagers that doesn't treat them like teenagers yeah. right yeah. like th- th- treats these struggles and these sort of uh bits of tension and drama and whatever they treat them seriously yeah but it's not melodramatic too yes exactly because like we have i mean like we have the cw and that's basically like teen (laughs) melodrama but like it's not it's not like that like there's bits of of humor and stuff as well and i i like that balance me too me too i want more i i hope i hope more john hughes movies start getting done in this format because i would like i don't know if i would have the time or patience to do all of the other ones but i would love to listen to like breakfast club yeah or 16 candles or uh weird science or something you know mm-hmm. oh i love weird science me too me too and i just i don't know i think there's value in in these movies there's a reason why john hughes movies are still beloved 30 years later yeah absolutely I don't know. I can't think of movies. I can't think of other like movies about teenagers for teenagers that I identify with as much as the John Hughes ones. And that have like rewatch value that aren't like super cringy. Yeah. I know what you mean. Or super dated where it's like it takes you out of it too much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There isn't even like outside of some of the the like outfits and things like there's not a lot that like heavily dates this movie no it doesn't which is nice yeah yeah exactly it still feels rather relatively contemporary yeah mm-hmm. it's good this is a good minute guys i feel good high school is rough you guys high school yeah. is rough like uh i had a i had a best friend in high school and i mean we were in inseparable to the point where if anybody, teacher or student, saw one of us by ourselves, they would walk up to us and be like, hey, where's the other person? <laughs> uh, like, we always, like, we were each other's keepers. We mm-hmm. were just always, always, always together. Um, and in our senior year, things got complicated on Aww. his end. Unfortunately, he was going through a lot of issues and I didn't agree with the way he was dealing with those issues. Mm-hmm. And then he just decided not to uh confide in me anymore at all. Like he moved on like without me realizing Aww. that the friendship was ending. Oh, that's sad. um and it well, I'm one of those kind of people that's that pushes people away. Mm-hmm. because I rather me break your heart and get you away from me to teach you to, to teach myself that I'm not friendship material type of thing. Aww. Like, uh, like, like I would tell, I remember telling him like the year prior to like, I'm like, look, we have a year yet left of high school. Like you're going to go do your thing. I'm going to go do my thing. Like, we don't know if we're going to continue being friends. I go, that's what happens. I go, people change. Things happen. Mm -hmm. I go, it doesn't matter. I go, so what does it matter if we're friends now? I go, if we're not going to be friends later. So why don't you just, like, go away? Do you you have friendships that have fallen apart that you regret? That, like, you feel like you made the wrong decision? 
my <sighs> best friend from high the best friend from high school that I'm talking about right now hurts. Uh-huh. Because he was the first person outside of my family that I had ever told that I loved. Oh. Like you're my best friend and yeah. I love you and I would do anything for yeah. you type That's of thing. That's really hard. I would, and uh, me telling him all those things a year prior to being like, you know, like, why are you even still around? Why are you my friend? Like, da, 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 da. Yeah. and him convincing me like, no, Victoria, like, it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, he's like, I don't care if you're out of state, out of whatever, or you're, or I am like, yeah. well, we could fly to each other. Like it was yeah. like this big heartwarming mm-hmm. thing just for the next year for it to throw in my face. Yeah. And, that's, that's really, hard. Um, that's awful. He's, he, he, he said a lot of terrible things. Um, and I'm still friends with him on Facebook, but we literally don't acknowledge each other. Mm, yeah. That's rough. I it, it 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 hurts. Moving made it easy to like let people go. Mm. So I I went to four different high schools and like you make friends, but then you go on to the next school and like it's yeah. a whole different place and a whole different experience. And so right. you just kind of lose touch with people. But I had there was a girl that I knew here in San Diego, my senior year of high school here. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in the ROTC program together and when I graduated, um, I spent a semester in Tampa before I came back. And I haven't talked like super heavy about it on here, but like it was a hard time. I didn't really like the program that I was part of. I didn't like the classes I was taking. And so I just kind of stopped. And so when I came back during Christmas break at the end of that semester, mm-hmm. I sort of sequestered myself into my house. Like I knew things were bad. Like I knew I wasn't going back to school, but I was still like, I was 18 and I was like holding on to all of this. I didn't even like tell my parents that I knew that my grades were going to come back terribly. Like I I hadn't told them yet that I thought that I was not going to go back for the second semester. And, and so I was just like kind of letting all of that fester Mm -hmm. and I didn't take the time to go and see my friend. Yeah. And, and she was hurt by that. And I think I was too wrapped up in myself to admit like, hey, I'm going through a lot and it's making, and and like, this is why it's hard. And like, I'm sorry I haven't come seen you, but like, I just kind of wasn't seeing anybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just you. It was everybody Mm -hmm. type of thing. But, but I think she took that really personally. And then we both said kind of nasty stuff. And I just still, I've never, I haven't, she stopped following me on Facebook. Like, we just haven't talked. Like, I don't know what happened to her. She's just gone. Yeah. And like, that hurts. Like, I've, there's so many people that I don't talk to anymore. That's like, that doesn't feel like a, that big of a deal for me but like that's a friendship that i threw away mm-hmm. and and i think i i think i really regret that like that's things like that like relationships are hard to maintain but like yeah they are they are i think that's i think that's definitely something that like i regret i st- i still struggle with friendships to this day. Like I'm I'm a 32-year-old yeah, no woman. <laughs> yeah. I'm a 32-year-old woman. I don't have very many friends and I you can ask Gary. I've definitely have tried to push Gary away. I have probably said not so nice things and and have uh about myself and about I like, like oh, whatever. And fight to keep you around. <laughs> and I feel bad that you have to fight because you shouldn't. No, but uh, but like but, it's but rough. like I understand that struggle, yeah. you know? I do that same thing. And so I don't take it, I don't take it personally Mm -hmm. because I know that it's not. It's like, I'm not doing it because. Yeah, exactly. I'm not doing it because you, you did something Mm -hmm. bad. Like you're whatever. And so, and so that's the thing is like, I recognize, I recognize that. And so I think that makes it easier to kind of be understanding toward 
that situation. See, that it makes me, like, it makes me even feel worse. Because I've never had, like, anybody be understanding enough. Like, usually my friends are just like, all right, whatever, you're not worth my time. And so I don't have a lot of my friends from high school anymore because they turn into jerks or whatever. So, like, having someone being like, no, like, I know what your problem is and and I don't fucking care. Like, I'm gonna, whatever. And I'm just like, oh. Uh, I don't know how I, how, I don't know how much I enjoy being called out on my bullshit, but uh, Gary does it quite well. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I know this and I love you. I know, I know. So it's like I do, I deal with it, but I call him out on his shit too. So I don't know. It's good. It's a good. We have a balance. We do, we do. And I think I don't know. I even even Ricky's all like Ricky's like you do know. He's all like I I would not forgive you. He's like if you did something to ruin your friendship with Gary. Aww. And I was like I go I don't think I'd be able to forgive myself. I go I, I'd be like the worst person in the world to to drive someone like Gary away. I'd miss you. But that's the thing is like, it's like, uh, again, like coming back to just being the person that like moved a lot growing up. Like I'd never had like big groups of friends. No, me neither. Like I'm always really good at like finding that one person that I'm like really, like I definitely understand this like Cameron Ferris relationship where like the two of them are like brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Considering he doesn't, neither one of them have brothers. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it's a cute thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I can imagine when they were little. Yeah, no, it's so cute. I don't know. Yeah, that image. And and so, um, like, there are a lot of people I talk to, especially doing the podcast now. Like, we've we've met so many people and gotten to know so many people through guest spots and through mm-hmm. like talking to people mm-hmm. on here. But like, there aren't a lot of people that I hang out with. Like, my free time during the week goes to this and hanging yeah. out with you. Yeah, and uh, and I like that. I don't know. We got really. Why are we still like on this minute? We're just so heavy, guys. Like here's I don't know. here's Teenage everything. Teenage angst, man. <laughs> I know. Teenage I know. Oh, that's why I sent Gary a message because I'm in the middle of packing my stuff and I ran across my old high school folder. Oh, with all this teenage angsty poetry. Oh my god! Oh, no. Let me read and, it. <laughs> and you, no, no, no. What's even better is that it's one of those uh those clear um like simple folders that have oh. like where you could put stuff yeah like, yeah, in, yeah in the folder where you could see it yeah yeah and so like both sides of, of the folder are absolutely covered in like stuff and i'm just like this is so dated <laughs> i have i have a picture of of josh hartnett wow uh one of seth green okay eminem Oh my god. Uh, oh, this is little high school Victoria. There's that there, me. there's like stickers that say uh that have a I don't know if anybody remembers Happy Bunny. Yeah, yes. I remember Happy oh Bunny was a thing. Tons of Happy Bunny. Had so many Happy Bunny like things. <laughs> Tons of Happy Bunny. Um Things that say like uh, misunderstood and oh, <laughs> so extra, so so oh, terrible, man. so terrible. I love it. So terrible. I went to see a show called House of Hysteria back when oh. I was in high school because uh, my best friend that I was talking about earlier at the time uh, choreographed dance okay. and was in a, a dance group. And I went and saw like a performance. It was called House of Hysteria, which was very moving. It was very good. So I had like the 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 bit the little like flyer of that in the folder oh. as well. It was just like Ricky was pointing at it and laughing at me, and I'm just like, this is. <laughs> I feel like I don't even know what to do with this like right now. Like a time capsule. Is, yeah, it was. I opened it and I was like, oh god, there's poetry in here, and I immediately slammed, <laughs> I immediately slammed it shut, and I was like, no, this needs to be buried. <laughs> <laughs> 
so bad. Oh, that's oh, wonderful. So bad. I had so much angst. I was a very emo goth in high school. All mm. the black. I can see it. All the black, hidden the library. I can all see kinds it. of like things like that. And I'm just like, oh God, no. <laughs> it needs to be locked away, never to be seen again. Uh, ah, yeah. there we go. Yep. That's wonderful. So, high school. I, I feel like it. this was a really good minute, you guys. Super like, I don't know. I like it when minutes get anecdotal. Yeah. Yes. Same. I feel like, I feel like, especially between doing this and like Harry Potter, I feel like this show, we spend so much more time just talking about ourselves. And I really like that. I think there's something really like, you know, there's something really like open about the conversations that this movie has generated. And I find that really fascinating. Mm. It's because Mm. it has to deal with high school and high school is a sensitive subject for everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you were like the popular teenage and the popular cheerleader, but even then, I'm you have your oh problems, yeah, I'm right? sure even that yeah 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 you've watched Breakfast Club, come on, I have watched Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you in Breakfast Club? Are oh, you, I'm definitely I'm definitely um, you're a uh, um oh god yeah what's that kid's name Anthony Michael yeah. Hall's character yeah. yeah yeah no I'm the I'm the <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's all no I had to do can, no, no one, one no oh one did you do the did. hair thing she yeah, exactly see <laughs> see see there you go that's the that's I got me. you that's the, I'm, I got I'm that you. one for sure like, I remember the first time I ever saw that movie and I was like that there yes that's me I see it mm-hmm. I see it I already know uh, <laughs> see I didn't have to no one could case. have to see me <laughs> she, she, they know they know they've they've heard enough by now right exactly i love it uh-huh. i love the fact that you knew oh. uh-huh. well i'm definitely not molly ringwald uh. <laughs> the princess i can't see you being exactly that. oh god that's fair no literally like my that friend of mine like dedicated a song to me for the simple fact that the song is called uh is, is literally like not your damsel in distress type oh, song okay oh, it's nice. l- yeah it's the complete opposite like i don't Perfect. need you to save me i don't need i'm not a cat stuck in a tree i'm not a damsel in distress i can uh-huh. save myself type of thing and i'm like nice. yeah, accurate there you go that's good that's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for being here again cassandra yeah thanks for would having you like me. to come back and wrap up the week tomorrow i sure would sweet Yay. awesome thank you everybody for sticking with us through this this particularly long episode that we had today and uh sorry no it's <laughs> good this is good stuff i'm pleased when, when this gets posted share your high school stories yeah. oh god in the comments yeah come find us on facebook at the safe ferris society which is our our listener group um and that's i think the best place for like generating conversation so if you have anything i'll post this link here and you can uh you can add to that there follow us over if, there if uh I I, sh- I should say like if we get like a certain amount of likes, I will post a cringy poem. <gasps> oh my goodness! How many likes? I don't think we have that many people. F- no, I think we've I got think- under thirty people in the group. So I'll keep it low. Ten. Ten likes. If I get if you get ten, if I get ten likes if, if, if this it- episode gets ten likes, I will put in the comment section a cringy poem. This from has my happened. High school. You guys, you guys, this make help make this happen. Follow our Facebook group. <laughs> like this post. I want to see some of Victoria's poetry. So and then, uh, bad. Come back tomorrow for minute 75. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Save Talk Ferris. Shame. Save Ferris. Save, save Cameron! Cameron. Yeah. Save Cameron. He needs, he needs it more right now. Yes, he does. Aw. <laughs>